Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to Fans in the Pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister. Deuce, getting ready for some SEC football tomorrow. I know I know where his heart will be, though, at 2.30 in the afternoon when the Ole Miss Rebels take on LSU, LSU 5-2, and 3-1 and one of the SEC. Ole Miss, 7th ranked, 7-0, 3-0. We are honored to be joined by the voice of the Tigers, Chris Blair. Chris, welcome to the show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, Mike. Hope you and Deuce are doing well. And Deuce, I, I literally had somebody ask me earlier today if, if LSU and Ole Miss look at this as a rivalry game the way they used to years ago. And one of the things I thought was, is you know, if you ask somebody several weeks ago, they'll tell you, no, our real rival is this school or that school but when it comes to the week of the game don't you feel like both teams really want to get after each other yeah I think both teams want to get after each other but I don't know if it's a true rival I mean because to be a rival one team has to be able to win at least you know every two games or every three games and I don't know if that's been the case I mean when you look at that series for for the longest LSU just dominated I mean, just truly dominated. And so it's really the older crowd uh, when both teams were competing for national championships. And, you know, that game normally determined who who, who would be in the, you know, the big bowl as far as uh, I think it was what Sugar Bowl back then. Uh, that's really when, when it became a, a, a I don't want to call it, you use hated, but that's probably a hated rival. I mean, but for so long, I mean, it was just like, well, uh, this is a rival game, but – we kind of know who's going to win, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, again, they've won. LSU's won 15 of the last 20, but uh, things that, are that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that, that's my point. <laughs> Chris, I'm just going to ask one question. My, my, my mama didn't raise no fool. I'm going to let you and, you know, voice of the Tigers and the Ole Miss Rebel have at it. My only question is, have you seen in all your years, even Georgia Southern and, and beyond, uh, an offense make the turnaround like LSU did from Tennessee at home to the way they played at Florida? No, I haven't seen the results put out like that. But, you know, it, it, I hate to say, Mike, that it was a surprise because it's something Coach Kelly has been talking about for really since week number one, you know, trying to, to, to open it up a little bit. He talked about being aggressive uh, in that fine line between being aggressive and being reckless. And, and I think goodness knows at this point, seven games into the season. Jaden Daniels has been anything but reckless with his decision-making. Um, but I think the comfortability now that he has with, with Kayshawn that was on display last Saturday, um, and as, as Booty put it after the game, you know, when Malik Neighbors is catching three or four and Brian Thomas Jr. is catching touchdown passes, suddenly the defense can't just focus on Kayshawn Booty, and suddenly, you know, everybody gets involved in the offense. And I think Jaden's ability – um, to understand that we know what he can do running the football. We know he is a threat to defenses, but if you'll use the weaponry around you, suddenly LSU becomes a different type of team to stop defensively. Now the hope is you're going to take a step forward 
starting tomorrow against number seven Ole Miss and continue to progress as the season goes along. But I know it was certainly fun to watch them, you know, utilize everything at their disposal for the first time on the season, which is why they racked up 528 yards. And it's the most they've ever put up against the Florida team, and they've been playing football a while. Well, like I said, uh, I have Deuce McAllister from Ole Miss and Chris Blair. I will. I'm going to Google gas stations because I, I need gas after the show. You, you guys talk for a little bit, Chris. My my question is, which defense will show up? You know, and that's that. That's the question, really, for for both teams. I mean, because you you know the strengths of each individual unit. Uh, you know, Ole Miss likes to be able to stretch the football down the field, but they they want to establish the run game. LSU, you know, um, your, your quarterback can run the football, but it seems like the passing game uh, is coming along. So from, from, from my – which defense shows up, you know, and, and, and can slow one of those those units down? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it sounds very obvious, Deuce, to say I think the game is going to – be won or lost at the line of scrimmage, but I'll take it a little more specific. For example, LSU, as you said, Ole Miss will run the ball. If you if you if you're going to put everybody back in coverage, they got no problem running the ball. And Lane loves to run the ball. That's probably a misnomer. In fact, they lead the SEC in rushing the football. Um, so they will do that if you give it to them. But they got to stay on schedule because he wants to be able to see how you're handling, uh, you know, all the eye candy and motion that they put in the jet sweep, whether they run it or whether they just fake it and then go back to running between the tackles. But if you start out second and four, second and three, all of a sudden Lane's playbook opens up. So I think LSU is really going to be focused on trying to get them off schedule and behind the chains and try to force Jackson Dart, who, by the way, is an excellent passer. He showed that in the win, uh, obviously, over Vanderbilt. And coming from USC, he's that California-style passer. So he can pass, but I think LSU would rather force him to win the game in the pocket, throwing the football he has around him, especially in that offensive backfield. Um, and I think for LSU, you know, offensively, they just got to get off to a good start. You know, they gave up the 47-yard kick return last week, and then two plays later, the 51-yard bomb. You know, special teams and defense, you know, got a little unstable out of the game. But the offense scored six touchdowns in their first six possessions. And if you look back, Guys, at the first two conference games, Mississippi State, they got down 13 to nothing. It was a second-half comeback. Against Tennessee, they, they just never were in the game. They just and, – and so they didn't utilize Tiger Stadium with 100,000-plus as an asset. And so I think it's key for LSU's offense to have some success early against an Ole Miss defense that's pretty unique when you consider they go with three down linemen they got a linebacker, I think, that's like 6'2", 245, and he can play a safety position or he can come up there on the line of scrimmage and be a fourth man uh, to go against the run. So, yeah, I think the defense that, you know, has the upper hand early because I think both of these offenses can score points. And suddenly you put yourself in a deep hole, whether you're Ole Miss on the road playing your first real, I think, road test of the season or your LSU that suddenly the crowd's not on your side and they're not pumping the energy uh, I think that's that's the key, and I think you're right. I think defense, we may talk about a ton of points on Saturday evening when the game is over, but I think whoever wins the game, they're going to be talking about the defensive plays that were made when they needed to be made. 
No, I agree with you 100%. And it's interesting you talk about that Ole Miss defense as far as how they like to play. It's really the Iowa State defense. I mean, that that that's where that, that look comes from. I mean, it's a, a four-hour from your defensive ends, and they like to get those safeties down into the box, but they really – it's a half-man kind of look. And so it's almost like they want to confuse the quarterback to whether, hey, look, should I hand it off? Should I run it? Uh, and just trying to get, get, get bodies in the box. But really, they're trying to defend the pass. And I think, you know, for me, uh, the question will be if LSU is going to be committed to running the football. I mean, because technically Ole Miss wants you to throw because they feel like that we can get an extra body or a guy that's free to get into the box just because of how they like to bring simulated pressure, how they like to bring an extra guy uh, via force and, and different things of that nature. So, you know, that that's really what I want to see. You know, is LSU committed to running the football? Because you go back and you look at it outside of Georgia Tech, you know, teams that were committed to running the football against Ole Miss has had success. I mean, and that that from a defensive standpoint, they have had success, and they 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 put them in some uncomfortable positions where they they were making them have to play. You know, the receivers in one on one situations, or they were saying, "Hey, look, we're going to run the football, and you're gonna you're gonna get out of this three down look." Yeah, I mean, dude, that that's almost sounds like word for word what Coach Kelly said last night on his weekly radio show. I mean, he said. You know, they're going to have six defensive backs. That's what they would like to do most of the game, which is going to cause some trouble in taking away some of those soft zones in the passing game. So he said there has to be plays made on the ground rushing the football. Uh, And if you look back to the game last week, you know, Ole Miss against Auburn, and and again, I think LSU, you're talking about Tanks Bigsby, one of the best running backs in the SEC, and Jarquez Hunter is certainly talented. So, you know, we may not have that personnel, but we do run the football by committee. And and Coach Kelly said we have to be dedicated to running the football, establishing that early. And, again, much like trying to get the offensive Ole Miss off schedule and a little disjointed, that's kind of what he's hoping they can do uh, from the rushing attack to kind of, you know, change what Ole Miss would love to sit back and do all day from a defensive perspective. Now, you do get Armani Goodwin back, uh, which is a big boost. That will help add to that rotation. Uh, for the running backs. But, yeah, they're going to have to be able to run the ball. And I'll say this, you know, the offensive line last week for LSU, it was their sixth combination in seven games this year. They've had to move guys around. They've had to play out of position. Uh, they've had to put younger guys in there. But they played their best game last week. They really held up well, allowed Jaden to stand in the pocket, had a comfortable pocket most of the night. Uh, and when they were looking to run the ball, uh, Josh Williams with his first 100 yard rushing performance, um, you know, was able to do so. So I, I, I think that's that's going to be one of the things to key to look at is how the rushing attack for LSU, you know, starts early and has a pretty good day because, as everybody knows, if you can run the football, suddenly that's going to loosen that defense up, and then you may see that talented wide receiver core make some big plays as well. Chris, as always, we appreciate your time. A big day tomorrow. LSU and Ole Miss 230. It's a CBS game. Thanks again for joining us. You got it, guys. Anytime. Y'all have a great weekend. We got to step aside from LSU. We go to the 25th ranked team in the country, the Tulane Green Wave. It's homecoming. Memphis coming in. We'll talk with Gary Smith next here on Fans in the Pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister. WWLAMFM.com in the always live free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 